The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to Budget Arcade. Uh, my name is Elliot. And I'm Chris. And it's just the two of us this week. Once again, we've kicked Jeffrey out. He is a little too much. He was too high energy. Yeah, he's on what we're trying. Yeah, time. That's right. That's right. Mandatory timeout. He's too high energy here. We're not about that on the off weeks, which are the main weeks. He kept wanting to do the seal. He had to kept on the no. I know, yeah, I know. And you're sealing the wrong kind of seals. You know, like, right. yeah, a little unhealthy, Jeffrey. Anyway, now that he's no longer listening, let's really talk to you, listener. Anyway, uh, we played Mr. Prepper this week. Um, it's developed by Rejected Games. <laughs> Making more sense. Uh, and it's published by Playway SA and Rejected Games. Um, the de- the little synopsis that Steam has for it, Mr. Pepper is about being prepared. You know something is wrong. The risk of nuclear war is in the air, and you need to get ready for what's coming. That's literally all they have. They, they call this a survival simulator, base-building, crafting-style game. Um, and Chris and I both played it on Switch, and we were both provided keys for that, too. Um, so, But we're not going to let that influence us in the slightest, are we, Chris? No, 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 no. 
Yeah. So never fear. That's uh, when I went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago now. I went to Vegas to play the new, the upcoming Saints Row game. Um, and one of the things that gave me Nexus is if you go to a preview or something like that, you're not allowed to actually review the final product of the game because they don't want you to be influenced. And like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be convinced like by the the sweatshirt they gave me or like the tote bag that has the Saints Row logo on it to give them a better like score if the game's do do like the whole point of being like a journalist is to be like a journalist. I'm always like find that kind of stuff funny where you're like, oh, you're given a key for the game. It's like you're going to be bar or the yeah. the free room yeah. or the girls at the pool or anything that's going to influence oh, you. There were no girls at the pool. I'll have you know. It was a bunch of fat looking me's walking around, some a little fatter, some a little less, hanging out in a pool that was too small for all those big looking Elliot's. Yeah, you're, you're painting a very good, exciting picture here. Yeah, having said that, I had an absolute blast, and I would give the game a higher score because of the fun I had. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> anyway, um, I, I feel that's necessary to say some t- every now and again, you know, in, in those outlets, because like we did not enjoy this, right? Yeah. Like at least on Switch. Yeah, and we had that discussion too, which um, again, if you go to the Steam page on this, it has very positive reviews. Um. Out of 3,181, it still ranks as very positive um, and recently still at very positive. So um, I, why do you think it's very positive? Why do you think we missed the mark on this? It may be the controls for the Steam, or for not Steam, but for the Switch. That may be what's the drawback on it. It tells, it, tells you you can use the touchscreen to help you out a little bit, but I think this game is more meant for mouse and keyboard. Okay, so the the controls when you're playing with like Joy Cons or a Pro controller, which is what I I played it. I played on both. I played Joy Cons uh, on the Switch undocked, you know, handheld mode, and I played docked with a Pro controller. Um, the controls with the controller are terrible. They're yeah. they're just like wonky to say the least. Yeah, I started playing with my Pro off Pro controller. And then the second time, yeah. What do you call it, what do you call an off pro control semi pro controller? Yeah, like, semi pro. Semi pro. Yeah, yeah. semi pro controller. Semi pro controller. Um, but you know, when we went to the touchscreen controls, I actually thought the touchscreen controls were fine. It got a little bit better, but then again, you're using I I got a fat finger, so you're I'm trying mm, to yeah Elliot sausage finger point. Yeah, I got a precision point where on these little square little boxes to be able to drag and drop wherever stuff yeah, I want. Because the other problem too, especially on um handheld mode, is the writing is tiny. Yeah. Um I, I mean it wasn't huge on when it was like docked on a TV. It still looked tiny, but man, handheld, it was really rough for me. Yeah, it was um, because I I felt the need more to try and use the touchpad on it than the controllers itself. Because but let's it jump like- back Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Jump no. back for a second. Explain to explain in your own words what this game is about, and try to use as many of those wonky sayings that they use in the beginning as you can. Well, you're a resident that recently tried to escape from Maricaville, <laughs> and that you had you got a inspector that comes to your house once a week. It seems like it. And yeah. just to make sure you're not doing anything funny and trying to escape the Maricaville, and you have to praise your president 
kind of sounds like it's North Korea, but based in America almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so it, it, yeah, it kind of like is like Korea, but it's also very like Donald Trump, <laughs> right? Like it's very like you know war, you know blonde haired leader lead us yeah. out. Um. The other cool, th- the other fun words that they use, they uh, instead of having a regular dollars, do you know what they call them? Do you remember? I do not. Apocalypse bucks. No, I did not catch that. Yeah, apocalypse dollar. So that I thought that it was kind of quaint. Um. So you know, that's so. I mean, that's really basically about it. Um. There's not much to. It, it's kind of got that feel of like Tiny Towers or Tiny Death Star, th- those kinds of games. Even a little bit of the the human eating game that we play. What was that called again? Uh, it's escaping me off the top of my head because I said it too fast. Human eating game. The one you and I reviewed that um, is a knockoff of Sweeney Todd. Oh, Ravenous Devils. Ravenous Devils, which I liked. It's still, it kind of has yes. that feel of like building more and more and more and more right because you're basically building under underneath your house to prep for yeah i always uh consider these games towards like fallout shelter because that was my first like intro in this this style box and you keep going build your boxes and each box has its own unique specific use how did you feel about the graphics because i i thought the graphics were kind of fine but they also borderlined like um terrible computer video game ad graphics if that makes sense yeah i I thought they were okay for what it was for i played like played a little bit on with the switch docked so big screen tv with the everything spread out looked okay and then once you probably got it down to the handheld mode it looked a little bit better because it wasn't everything blown up yeah, it was crisper. I will. I agree with you on that. It did feel crisper in that sense. Um, the couple of notes I have written down. Um, let's see. For giving me directions on what to do next, it doesn't do a clear job of showing me how to go about doing it, like telling me to disassemble something to get glass to make lamps. I thought the directions on what to do were very clear. Make a lamp. I thought showing you how to go about doing that in the tutorial was absolutely terrible. Yeah. See, my tutorial got cut short because I was the first part of my tutorial was to go to the forest, get logs because you was wanting me to upgrade my workbench. So I had to go get logs, which I accomplished, brought them back. Standing at my workbench can't do anything. It does not say you need to go to this screen over here and like highlight it and say, hey, dummy, it's right here. You need to click on the log and like hit disassemble. And then that's how you got your wood. Instead, what I did somehow was pick my workbench up. And then with me being on the controller, I couldn't figure out how to put the thing down. Yeah. Because it didn't go through that. And so that was one of my kind of gripes on that. Yeah, it. I I was very confused. Like, it was like, do this thing. And I understood it. And I could see it in the menus. But I couldn't go about doing it because I did not gather enough of the correct material that was in my house. Or even trying to place the ladder, um, the hatch, like, in your living room. I, it was a struggle. Like, and then putting the ladder down there. And then you need a lamp to light the path. And then, you know, like, 
So it was very confusing. And as all that's happening, like the day and night cycle is going on. So like you yeah. need to be mindful of that as well, because early on, I don't think it's a full week or maybe it is because the time just goes by fast. Like the guy comes to check in on me and I took too long for me to open the door because I couldn't figure out how to like shut the latch to hide and then hide it that like I got arrested instantly because it was like, oh, yeah, you weren't fast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Enough. Okay. Yeah, I didn't make it to the inspection part. The furthest I got was I made my ladder because I had to start another game because of the... Right, you said that. Yeah. Yeah, so second game... I got a little bit further, and I got until maybe day six. So it's the day before the inspection. So I gave up because what happened is it was telling me to hide my workbench so that way it doesn't become suspicious being out in the backyard. Right. Like so I initially grabbed it and successfully put it down in my bunker, and then it was telling me my next task was to put down four or five plots of soil to make a garden down in my bunker. I was like, okay. So I picked my workbench up to make room for the garden. And I planned on making another room down below that. So that way I can just put the workbench down there. And then my workbench completely disappeared. It was no longer outside, no longer in the bunker. Wasn't in any containers immediately outside of my ladder area or anything. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I had no workbench. I had no no clue where it went. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't play a lot because we just like didn't get sunk into it. Um, the other thing that I want to note is that there is a free demo before buying this on the PC. So like, if this sounds like something you're like might be interested in, definitely do go with the demo on the PC. And the like, the specs to play on PC are almost potato quality. They're pretty low from what I recall. They don't require much at all. So. And then the Steam one, I'm looking at the page here, and it says automation update. I don't know if the Switch got that as well. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. So I, I saw that there's an Animal Farm DLC that's coming soon. Okay, that's great. That's all you need to shove down some goats or chickens down that hatch. 
Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it didn't since since it looks like it came out on July 30th, the automation update. So looks like that just literally happened a couple of days ago. So we missed it. That's what the game breaking experience by that much. So so we're going to keep it short this week because like we just a didn't play a lot of it because neither of us got into it. Um, so, you know, when I when I write reviews for games, I try to beat the game or get really, really close or like if it's an endless kind of game, put in enough time that it's like, oh, I put in, you know, a week's worth of like playing every day for a couple of hours. And we just didn't do that here. I probably put in less than five hours on this game. Um, over the last three weeks, I don't. I don't know how much time you thought you put into it. Yeah, maybe, maybe three and a half, maybe four. I mean, I yeah. think I did a little bit more out in the forest than what you did because I got to the second level of the forest. Yeah, that's what it sounds and, like. Yeah, and dealt with that old lady out there, which I told told you she's a liar. Don't listen to her if you get near her. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You did say that. So yeah. So, I mean, like, that's what we really have to say about it. You know, uh, we're going to keep it short and sweet this week, especially because it's Sunday night and I got stuff I got to do. Uh, I don't know about Chris. I know he doesn't really have no. hobbies outside of uh, no. bothering it's, me. Yeah, just 3D printing, which that does its, yeah. does its own thing. Yeah, you printing anything uh, good right now? No, it's uh, taking a break right now. I got to mm. try and redial it in. To, uh, I'm still working oh, yeah, on you... Atlantis model. You said that. I remember you saying that. So anyway, where are we going to play in a couple weeks, Chris? Uh, we're going to try not to butcher it, but Havsala? Yeah. Havsala into the Soul Soul Palace. Sorry. Havsala into the Soul Palace. Um, it sounds like it's kind of a puzzler. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, the developer actually reached out to me personally and sent me uh, a message on the twitter which you can do that if you're a developer and you're interested in having us talk about your game elliot slash underscore argues but um we're gonna play that it looks like it's kind of i think it looks like it's up your alley um yeah it just looks the, like something yeah i'm real good good with puzzlers so hopefully it uh piques my interest and yeah keeps i'm going. i'm real excited to kind of see this i i think it might i might be too stump too dumb for it so we'll see. Yeah, so you should be able to c- click play, and you're you're already a step ahead. Uh, that's a big ask. <laughs> so uh, anyway, there's a couple ways you can get in touch with the show. Um, obviously, we have a Discord, which Scott I'm sure will link. Um, you can also see us on. I guess we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. I think we're on all the stuff. You know, Budget Arcade. Uh, but the big thing I would push you to is going to the website budgetarcade.com um, where we have um, hired a team of writers to write reviews for games that we're not covering on the podcast, but they're talking about and playing. So, um, you know, Coconut Wizard is on there. Um, he's one of those names that you might have heard of a couple of times. So there's a couple of reviews that are up there. We usually post uh, two or three times a week at least. So. Um, I think you'll actually be able to see Coconut Wizard writing a actual review about his thoughts on the game. So maybe he actually liked it. Okay. Um, so we'll see about that. So um, I don't know. You got anything else? We're like 15 minutes on, in. Uh, yeah. Did he play on Switch uh, or PC? I think he had an Xbox code. Because Ooh, I believe Scott was going to play it. And then he chickened out because that's Scott the chicken. You hear that, Scott? I called you chicken. What are you going to do about it? You're going to do? You gonna get back on the podcast and podcast? Hey, no. He's not even listening anymore anyway. No. So, oh yeah, definitely not listening to his own podcast, right? 
No. Um, no so anyway. Yeah, just relaxing. <laughs> yeah. That's like, playing a lot of Elden Ring, I think. Yes. So I don't know if relaxing is the right word for that. So uh, anything else? You got anything else, Chris? Uh, no, I think that's it. So that's right. Yeah. So uh, uh, game is forever. Yeah. Look at that. We'll see it in there a couple weeks. Yeah. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you.